Welcome to the Success IQ podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to create and live an exceptional life. I'm your host, Jeff Nicholson, and this is episode 23. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wherever you are in the world, I truly hope you are having a fantastic week. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's show. We've got a great guest again this week, and also I just want to say a huge thank you all of the emails that people are sending me to say how much they enjoy the show and also for the suggestions that they're putting forward that they would like to see on the show it's always interesting to see the different types of content that people are wanting to listen to and you know I was looking at the stats the other day and you know we've got people listening to this show from all over the place so from Alaska right the way to Australia going eastwards not going westwards i must add um i just want to say a huge thank you for uh tuning in and listening to me and for everyone that's tuning in thank you very much for taking the time out of your busy day to bung me in your ears and um hopefully it's making a difference and giving you some valuable information so let's get started about introducing our fantastic guest so today's guest is martin lashkolnig and he, is, he and I have been friends for many years. We met at the same event I met uh, Scott Schilling on at the uh, Jack Canfield's Train the Trainer program. And the one thing that I absolutely loved about Martin was he was so approachable and so passionate about supporting people that it was it's just been an absolute joy to know him. And, you know, he's, he's a teacher he's a trainer he is an entrepreneur he does so many different things and i really enjoyed this conversation with him because we all have our we all have our paths we all have our journeys and martin is very much someone who likes to look at he understands the hard skills of being an entrepreneur and being someone who wants to get the most out of life but he really does also understand the softer skills as well. And I think sometimes they're, they are over overlooked because it is easier to invest in the hard skills and it takes a lot more courage and challenge and honesty to deal with the softer skills. So I'm going to hand it straight over to the interview. And this is Martin Lashkolnig. Hi, Martin. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeff. It's what an honor to be here. Martin, just give us um, and the guests and the listeners a little bit of a background of your story of how you got to come here, because we've known each other for a long time now. Yeah, we've known each other for well, almost a decade now. It is, it's, yeah. It's a long time. It is. <laughs> and, well... Oh, my story. Okay. You want a very long story? No, okay. I'll keep it short. <laughs> uh, so basically, I was always interested in, in how the mind works and, and why people, some people manage to, to rebound quicker than others, or why do, do some fall into a really deep hole and they don't get out of it anymore, and others are able to have the ability to, to recover very quickly from failure or, or from from things that happen in life, you know, mm -hmm. is we, we've all experienced that, that we run into stuff where we actually thought, hmm, I hadn't planned like that. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes life does that to us. And I've 
I've really, I've, I went long ways. I went to study Buddhism in India, and and I went to study energy psychology in the in the in the United States, and uh, also with some of the grades of personal development and 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 development of potential, where we met uh, at one event. And for me, I've been an entrepreneur all my life, so. Uh, the entrepreneurial life is not always easy. It's it's tough going at times, and and still you have to stick in, and, and and you have to you have to keep going. So, what I found actually is that oftentimes in our society we have the notion of of needing to push through, regardless of what's going on. And I, I in my personal experience, I found out that when I wanted, so to say, to force my will onto life. Somehow that didn't always work quite out so well, and so for for me it's it's now the journey that I've been on is much more in in being in alignment with what comes on comes along. Also listening to my gut feelings, listening to like the subtle voice within me, rather than than just okay, this is the plan and we've got to stick to it and we have to push it through no matter what and uh, no matter how many dead corpses will will plaster our way, mm. uh, because I have found out that this doesn't work and uh, believe me, by trade and by original education, I'm a controller. Yeah. So for, <laughs> if you and I'm good with numbers and all that. And still, I had to find out you cannot plan everything. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and I suppose you you bring up this this interesting um, topic about it's as some people would sort of see it the softer skills, and quite often when you're speaking to the entrepreneurs, they're very focused on you know the 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 goal setting. They're very focused on the marketing, the sales, and the other stuff, but they don't really necessarily get to grips with the the softer skills that need to be developed not only to be in my opinion a, a successful entrepreneur but to actually be successful in life and i th- and i think they're the skills that really need to be addressed more aren't they absolutely i, I totally agree and i i do give i do give uh, talks to to entrepreneurs to salespeople, and 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 my focus has changed. I've 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 been doing this like goal setting and and creative vision and all that, and I still think that is important. Mm. However, uh, it if you're 50 and you've built up a, a hugely successful enterprise, that's great. But if you're in hospital with a heart attack and you get a divorce and your kids don't want to know anything from you or because you have estranged and and you you have never been around. Is that a successful life? Is that a life worth living? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think so. No, and, and to me, is is that it's one of the things I, I start whether I'm I'm speaking at events or whether I'm doing coaching. The first question is is how do you truly define success? Because you do get those people, and I've I, you know I've I've worked with them as well as that they come and they've got you know the nice flash cars, they've got everything, but they are burnt out. They, as you say, disconnected from everything that's really important to them. I absolutely agree. And and it's that thing, isn't it? It's that thing is where we get a lot of the trap is, is we get as an entrepreneur, we love generally, I've never met one yet that doesn't, but we love what we do. And it's sometimes it can be a hidden, the hidden dangers that we need to be more aware of what's going on. Yes. 
I, I totally agree. I mean, usually we become an entrepreneur because we have a passion for something. Yeah. And what, what we have to take care of that this passion doesn't eat us up. Mm-hmm. Because we are we are so we are so engulfed. We we're so we're so loving what we are doing that we are driving ourselves in, on a way too high uh, RPM, if 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 you yes. will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. so and and we are we are going and going and going and you know I understand that at times that's necessary. When my wife and I founded our company, and that was startup time, and the, the first two years we worked basically nonstop. Uh, I, I totally understand that that sometimes is necessary and that happens. But when we found out that we went for a week of holidays to Italy, mm. and basically the first four days, uh, until the holidays were almost over, we did barely anything else but sleep. Yes. You know, yeah. we were so wrung out that that we, we, we slept, we got up, we got some, some food, uh, we had a little walk on the beach, and we slept again in the afternoon, and we slept again in the night. I mean, mm. we, were, we were totally done. Yeah. You know? and, and that's when we realized that actually, what well, come on, something, something's wrong here. And the, the point is that we have, there, there is one hand the passion thing, which is a good one, this is a good fuel, and on the other hand, there's also sort of like the, the duty and the guilt thing. Yes. Yeah, you know, because, oh, you, you promised your client that. And, and mm-hmm. so I think it's, it's very important for us to really become clear, okay, what is the objective of our business? And what is the objective of our life? Because we are so, we are so focused on the objective of a business that we forget about our life. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to me? And I think and that's why I recommend my coaching clients – uh, to basically every half a year take a half a day or a day off and sit down and reflect yes and 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 recalibrate where am i going in life is this a life worth living even if i might, may have total fun in in the in the business arena but mm. how how is it affecting me in the in the overall life, uh, in in my other experience, in my other fields, my health and my fitness, or my 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 relationships, or my my family life, or my my friendship circle is yeah. if if I if I get totally lonely because I'm just working and and all my friends are actually well he's never around or she's never around so what yeah yeah that's that's not really that's not really good too and and I really like. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you, you have, or will talk about about this in in one of your shows. Uh, the the model that that uh, Jim Bunch developed, or that Jim Bunch teaches, uh, the nine environments of me. Yes, uh, I think that's that's a beautiful model to to really, and I do that with my coaching clients. That we because then we not only focus on on what is going on in business, but what is going on in all the other areas of my life, yeah. and. The health area actually is, for my, in my opinion, really a good indicator. If you're having ailments, if you're having like, I don't know, backache or constant chronic pain, like headaches or, or uh, you know, some arthritis or, or whatever, especially those autoimmune diseases, mm. they are a very good indicator that, that we are not paying attention. 
you're not paying attention to what's up and what our emotional state actually is. And in our Western societies, we are so good at ignoring what our emotional state is because we ought to be this or to be a good son or to be a good business person or to be a good this or that. Society expects us to be. Mm. I mean, um, I'm, I'm sorry to say that, but screw society. Yeah. And I don't know whether you have to edit that out now, but <laughs> no, no, I think, I think, I think there's an important part. I mean, the success, the reason why success IQ came about is because I guess through, through my journey, and you know, my story, you, you saw me talk on stage and you talk about, right. um, you talk about that and you, you look at it and you go, okay, I'm going to work on this area. But happiness comes from, you know, the whole life model, whether it's the, the, the environments of us or whatever it is, but it's it's that whole life model. There's no point. And this is where the word balance, and I know they talk about work-life balance, but balance is not just about work and life. Life is split into many different things. And it's looking at that and going, okay, well, what are my relationships like? And if my relationships aren't great, then I need to work on them if I want to feel good. Because the ultimate goal, in my view, success means happiness and fulfillment. We can't right. be happy if our business is doing great, but we're not seeing our family and we're disconnected. Like for me, my biggest driver is, is I want to spend more time with my family. My, my family means everything. Mm. So if that is not happening, then we need to address that. And if we're addressing that in our family, but we're not addressing our health and well-being, then that is still going to have a negative effect on right. how we affect. And I think it's, I think that's the important thing about, you know, I call it success IQ and other people will call it different things is if we really want to be successful, one, we need to understand what that definition is. Two, we need to understand that our happiness is based on multiple levels of of, um, impact in many different areas in our lives. And that's what we need to, as, as as an entrepreneur, someone that wants to be successful in life, we need to be constantly working on those environments. Yeah, there, there is a, a, a guy called Michael Gerber. He, he says so aptly, uh, work on your business, not only in your business. Absolutely. So th- that, that's, that's what I try to do with my coaching clients when, when we say, okay, every half a year we take, take a half a day, take a day for reflection. What's, and look at the processes. How is your company doing things? Not only what is your company doing, but how is it doing? And how are, are you doing your personal things? Mm-hmm. And I, I just had a, a recently a funny conversation with with a, uh, a speaker friend of mine from from Hamburg actually, and he asked his his children, um, and or his daughter, uh, what what can I do to be a better dad? Mm. And she, and she said, well, you know, when we are all in the car, and she meant herself and her three siblings, mm. uh, it would be nice if you stopped fiddling with your iPhone, mm. right? And I mean. Th- I, I found that so poignant because we that life provides us so many distractions, especially with all the technology going on, mm-hmm. that we are we are often not even aware anymore of what's going on. And the the big one one of the big one of the big things that 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 I had to learn, and sometimes life happens. You know, it, mm-hmm. as as you as you know, as I've already told you. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've last year gone through my divorce, mm. and and that, that was partly because also due to uh, I did not pay attention. Yeah, yeah, and and I was thinking that okay, what could I what could we have done differently? And and obviously, um, as it often happens in life, 
I found out that actually I'm teaching in my seminars the question that I should have actually applied in my own life. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And, and that question is, is a very simple one. It, it's, it says on a scale of zero to 10, every two weeks or every month, whatever period of time you choose, ask your spouse, ask your employee, ask your child, uh, who it's applicable to any relationship that you have in life. On a scale of zero to 10, how do you rate our relationship? Mm. And it doesn't mean to put an, put a judgment on the other, or you're bad, you're only a five or so. But it's, it's a reflection process of saying, well, is it working out for me? Is it okay? Do I feel fine with this? And if you don't, if it's not a 10, you know that it's not a 10. And it doesn't matter whether it's a six or a seven or whatever. And the next question would be, and okay, what, what would be necessary to make it a 10? So in order yeah. to bring it towards this, this level of completion or fulfillment. Yeah. And, and why do we, do we do it on a regular basis? Very simple, because you, we all know this, or, or all those who are in a relationship or in a long-term relationship, if your significant other comes to you at one point, looks serious and says, darling, we have to talk, yeah. that's not a good sign. No, not at all. No. <laughs> so that's why if you're, if you're on, a, on a regular basis, every two weeks, every month, you sit down for 10 minutes, 15 minutes uh, and say, okay, well, on a scale of zero to 10, how do you, how do you rate our relationship? Uh, because then you ritualize it, yeah. Then it's a, it's a process that's happening, and so you see what's coming, and, and it's not surprised when it happens. Yeah, and I suppose as well as it's 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 an interesting one because it's also testing two things: testing your courage to have that conversation because yes. maybe deep down you know it's not a ten, Indeed. and you have to admit that there's things that you know you need to work on, but there's also maybe things on that your partner needs to work on and absolutely it's, and it's that it's that if it's important to you you will develop it but also because you're asking the question now rather than when it's too late you've got time to save something that's important exactly you yeah. can still change course and another thing that that's really uh, that's really neat about this is that you take a moment to reflect okay what are my needs and what are your needs yeah yeah and and in a sense that we might have to renegotiate your needs or my needs because mm. you might not be able to fulfill that need that i or that expectation that i might have built up yes but then we are still in a conversation about it and we say okay well how can we do it or how does it work and and what what could be done mm. uh, and i may may come to the realization that the expectation that i'm having of you is actually one that's that's totally overdrawn that's totally out of out of out of uh, scale uh, and then i can reset it and get get back to to reality and this is maybe another takeaway for your listeners uh, there there's one sentence that i love and that i teach every coaching client of mine and that sentence is that in life it depends on actually only one decision yes and and that decision is do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Very good. Yeah, that's very and true. Yeah, this is this is this is so crucial because there's such a goal in there. Mm. Uh, because being happy means that we choose to be in love, gratitude, appreciation, or joy. Yes. End of story. Yeah. End of story. 
anything else is being right. Yeah. Because that was mean or I'm frustrated or uh, she, she is not doing what I want or whatever emotion is there. Mm. It's an emotion of it should not be this way. This is not okay. No, no. Yeah. And the thing is, it's not your responsibility for me to be happy. No. If, if we get that, that mm. there's only one person who is responsible for our happiness, mm. then, and that's the person that you see in the mirror when you stand there in front in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And absolutely. So that's the only person who can take care of your happiness. And if you were expecting somebody else to do that, you're possibly in for a bad surprise. Yeah. But and the other thing is, it's interesting because when you when you you highlight sort of that bit on the relationship side, and this is why I think it's so critical and so crucial that we look at the whole life model, because if you have got that going on in your relationship, and let's say it's between your partner and your between your partner, or maybe it's something that's going on with your kids or something like that. Or also you, business part, uh, partners. Yeah, or business, yeah absolutely, yeah. yeah. By the very nature of that um, shake or, or, or rupture in your, in your life, that is going to have a huge effect on all the other aspects of your life. So by avoiding it, you are not helping your business, you're not helping your health, you're not helping possibly other relationships. You're just not doing the things that you is required for you to live and achieve a fulfilled life. You may go through some pain initially, you know, just like getting fit. If you want to get fit, it's not going to be all roses. You know, you, you have to get off the couch. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You've, yeah. you've got to go through that pain threshold. And, and the big and the big thing is actually that we are so um, desperate to to have others fulfill our needs. Yes. And they, they are not. And, no. and if you're expecting that, then uh, it will it will probably hurt you at some, some point in time, and we have to take responsibility for that. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And we, we live in a world where it's easier to blame someone else, isn't it? Than right. Than stand up that, and go, okay, that's, it's us. That's a common disease. Yeah. And the same thing is we we are so out of touch with what going with with what's going on that we are also not aware of our of our of our bodies and of our emotions and how they affect us. Yeah. And the thing is, um, if you want to live a balanced life, you have to pay attention to what underlying RPM you're already going on. Yeah. If mm. if you're already if your if your engine is already running on ninety percent. Uh, because there's so much suppressed grief or, or, or disgust or frustration or with stuff that's not going right, uh, then you have only a very small range available to you to, to uh, accommodate challenges that happen. Yes. Right? Yeah. And, and then very easily you're overwhelmed. Yeah. While when, when you are running your life on a, on a, on a 20% rate of of usage of your energy level, mm -hmm. then you have an 80% range where you can, you can easily uh, accommodate a challenge that's coming up and, and you will deal with difficult stuff where others around you will just standing by and say, how does he do that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah how no. can he cope? How can he cope with that from such an, such an easygoing uh, pace or, or from, from an, from an inner peace? Mm -hmm. uh, how do people do that? Well, yes, because their engine is not already maxed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 
Well, I could speak to you about this all day, but um, we're going to have to jump over to the <laughs> to the um, the questions. So, um, as usual, I ask the guests a standard set of questions, just so we can get a a little bit more information about them. And okay. um, so, the number one question is: um, How much time do you spend on your personal development? Uh, a, a a a month. Sorry, a month. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> This is a very, very difficult question. Uh, it is for everyone. That's the... <laughs> because, no, because I don't see that as separate from my life. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I do. I do. Uh, what, what is personal development? I do mm-hmm. spend time every day in reflection and meditation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do listen to when I'm in the car, I'm listening. I'm not listening to the news. I'm not listening to, to radio broadcasts in general. Uh, I'm listening to some music that gives me peace Mm. or I'm listening to some, some interviews with intelligent people or with spiritual teachers or, Mm. or stuff like that. So that's all. So in, on that scale, I would say probably between one and three hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in, in a month by 30 days, that would make 30 to 90 hours. Yeah. No, absolutely, and, and I think the idea is is to show to show people that, I mean, there's not been one guest that hasn't talked about either it being an everyday thing, um, in some way, shape, or form, or they they purposefully try to do it every week. Yeah, and I think that's and the message is you've got to work for, on. For example, I've, I've I've just spent five days in in California doing a. a a retreat that mm. that was entirely on on spirituality and personal development. Yeah. And end of November, I'm going to another four days. Yeah. So that's 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 still yeah. on top to the to the everyday and regular things. Yeah. No. No. no absolutely. It, it, and then that, and that's the thing is is it's it's that constant development. If you're and if you're wanting to change, you've got to. It's constantly developed, you know, and that's that's the real name of the game. Um, Jeff, Jeff, you're so spot on, and this is the big thing. Why? Because we are creatures of habit. Yes. And subconscious habits don't change by a one-time effort, even going for a week somewhere and doing something. Mm. But it's it, it. We have to change a, a pattern. Only changes by repattering, by changing the direction of the pattern, and by realigning the pattern every day. So mm. I think we really have to have some kind of be it yoga or be it qigong or be it meditation or, or whatever you do but do something that recalibrates you every day that brings you back to your core that brings you into your center and so that you can start from that place of center uh, every day anew i think yeah. this is this is this is the crucial thing yeah. and if if there's one thing that that is the the most powerful thing i believe that is gratitude yes Spend time every day, and if it's only five minutes, spend time and, and think, be grateful for, for what you see around you in nature or a, a, a genuine or gentle or, or friendly person you meet or all the things that you can be grateful for. And in our society, you know, I mean, we are not endangered of hunger and our, I'm sitting now in my office. It's warm. I don't have to be out in the cold. Yeah. I, th- there are so many things uh, that work. I'm having this wonderful conversation with you. Mm. Uh, so many things that, that actually we have the chance to be grateful for. And when we do that, then uh, it will really help us be centered and come from a place of 
of the heart and, and yeah. where we can really connect with people. Yeah, no, brilliant, brilliant, Martin. Okay, the second question is, what is your favorite personal development book and why? And it may not necessarily be a traditional personal development book. It's just something that has taught you a lesson. Wow. I have a whole library at home. Yep, again, I'm, <laughs> I'm the same. I mean, uh, from the from the from the traditional from the traditional uh, motivational books, so to mm. say, yeah. um, I really I really love uh, Jack Canfield's The Success Principles. Yeah, because it's it's such a you know I, I, it's some sort of like the one stop shop for yes. success. Yeah. Uh, it's it's you have lots of useful strategies, but also paying attention to the bigger picture. Yes, uh, I like that book very much. Okay, uh, in my in my recent experience, another one. Uh, I like the, the uh, I've, I've done lots of studies in, in ancient texts. So, mm. so I love, I love Buddhist philosophy. I love the Bhagavad Gita. Uh, mm. they're, they're, they're great spiritual books, but that's a different category. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, third question is what is your favorite app? My favorite app? Well, that's a tough question again. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let me say, I probably should be on the start screen of my, uh, well, good question. Um, right now, I'd say, well, there's an app that's called Trip It. Okay. And it, you know, it, it collects all my travel arrangements. Mm-hmm. You know, hotel bookings, flight bookings, rental cars, everything. Yeah. It's all in one spot. And there, there are quite a few apps like, like that yeah, out yeah. there. I, I couldn't do with my – I have my, my sat-nav on, on my iPhone and, yeah. and, of course, social media I use all the time and so yeah. on and so on. Yeah. Um, I love the, sure, the music apps. But, but TripIt is, is one if – I, if, I um, if I think about effectiveness and, and making my life easier, that has really made a difference. Brilliant. Excellent. Okay, fourth question is what was has been your biggest business mistake and what did it teach you? My biggest business mistake. Yep. Hmm. Well, I have a wide wide variety to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> Because we're all the time. I'm, I'm making I'm making mistakes all the time. So, yeah. but if if we don't make mistakes, we don't take risks. Yeah. No. Absolutely. But well, I would say I tend to uh, overanalyze. Okay. Yeah. So so I oftentimes I. I've been thinking about a project and I've been thinking about it and talked to people about it. And then I found out somebody else is doing it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That way. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it's not always, but, but sometimes I tend to really, okay, can we do this and how would it work out? And, and I get, sometimes I get stuck in planning and, and yeah. uh, then somebody else does it. And I was like, Oops, that was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Okay, question number five is, and you've probably already answered this a little bit, but what are your challenges in balancing work and life, and how do you how do you solve that? Oh. Well, for me, a big thing is distraction. 
we mm. we have so many and and I'm I'm a very I have, I have loads of interests and 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 oh look out there's a squirrel quite interesting yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, yeah no I've 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 had that and and I I was I was really uh, working. Long, long, long hours and all that. Uh, but then, when my kids came, that that made me aware that okay, we we have to change something in this. Mm. And I'm I'm deliberately trying to to not work too much. Yeah. And still, at times, I have to I have to uh, check again uh, because I find myself as an as a self-employed person, as an entrepreneur, uh, I don't have regular working hours. I don't work nine to five. No. Uh, there, there are days when I'm only arriving in the office at ten or so, uh, mm. but then okay, the the evening goes on until eleven at night. Uh, so, and really to to get to get to the to the point, okay, uh, a don't don't waste time on unproductive things. Yeah, that that's a that's a that's a big thing. I have to really pay, have to pay attention. Yeah, because and to to have the time to recalibrate to to f- focus back into center because you know when you're traveling and when you're on the road uh then oh, okay got five minutes and instead of having five minutes and doing a little meditation and get back to center or or thinking about what what i was a project how can i bring the project forward hmm. you sit there and you look in facebook or yeah. you know, yeah which is actually uh i mean i've i've learned from from colleagues now they have deleted the Facebook app from their from their mobile phone because it was too distracting for them. Yeah, I've no, I know a few people uh, have done that with the social media stuff. Yeah, so that that can be a huge waste of time because mm. I mean, like, okay, I'll quickly ch- check Facebook mm. and oh, where, where did the last hour go? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that is the one thing, and then on the other hand, to know when to stop. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Question number six is: What advice would you give an entrepreneur that you wish you had known when starting out? Um, collaborate more. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah. You, you don't have to find a solution to every problem by yourself. No. Okay. Find find clever ways, and if you can't afford to hire one to do it for you, find a way how to trade, how to barter, how to how to help each other with the stuff that you are strong in and the other ones have a problem maybe mm. so and uh use the internet i mean uh virtual assistance by now is really available at at such such cheap rates or you have some piece of research okay source it out to a to a to a student or to a to a uh you know there are so many possibilities uh the thing is have a clear game plan of what is your strategy and what do you need to do and what can somebody else do and find ways that really somebody else is doing that. Multiply your own effort. Brilliant. No, fantastic. Okay, the final question, question number seven is a life lesson question. So basically lessons that I have learned through recovering from my illness and starting my own business and and improving my life in some way. I asked my guests to pick a number between one to 50 and whatever number comes up, there is a lesson in that, and we're going to have a brief discussion about it. All right. Okay. So not, number I'll between one to fifty. Forty-six. Forty-six. Forty-six is enjoy the simple things. So this comes this comes from the fact that you know we talk about the gratitude side of it before. This very much comes from the things that sometimes we need to stop and just really enjoy 
you know, the air in our skin that we actually are able to appreciate that. Or as you said, being able to see your kids or have a brief conversation with a good friend, it doesn't have to be epic to make us see happiness and fulfillment in our lives. Um, and I'm interested to know what you think about that. I absolutely agree. And I I still think that the simple things can be epic. Yes. Yes, that's true. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that, so there is there is such a there can be such a fulfillment in 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 having a, a brief conversation or being in touch with a with an, a longtime friend, just picking up the phone and, and saying, "Hey, how are, how are you doing?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, just be clear on what brings you joy. Yes. And, and be grateful for what that is. And and you don't have to, you don't, we, we probably won't convert difficult people into easygoing ones. No. <laughs> no. So then, then hang out with the easygoing ones. Hang out with the people who make your heart sing, who, who really, you know, that, that uplift you where, where you go out. And, and um, I, I can go to a fancy five-star restaurant or I can equally have a, a good pizza at the at the yeah. at the little hole in the wall in the corner. Yes, and yeah. and having and and for me, it's it's not about it's it's much less about the material things. It's of course it's I love to travel in in a in a good environment, of course. Mm. But if I if I don't have to, for me, it's it's much more the people I meet, yeah, and the conversations I have, the the interactions that we have. If that is uplifting, and and you know, I look eye to eye with a with a wonderful person, and and we we have a connection heart to heart where really mm. the heart opens, and you feel really a deep sense of satisfaction uh, at at this marvelous interaction that you just had because yeah. it touched something in your core. Yeah, and I think these these are the things that we have to look for, and those usually can't be bought by money. No, absolutely, totally agree, totally agree. Um, Martin, I, I honestly, and I can talk to you for hours. I I just want to say thank you very much for um coming on the show. Can you share with us um ways that we can find out more about you or um and social media links and those sort of things so we can we can share that with our listeners. Absolutely, I, I'm. I think the best way to connect probably is on Facebook. Uh, mm. Go search for Martin Lashkolnik. Um, I'll spell it in the. I'll spell it in the uh, show notes. Don't worry. Spell it in the show, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so that is that is uh, something. I'm I'm right now in the preparatory phase of of a in a, a year long program uh, on inner peace. Mm. How can how we, can we really get to trust the flow of life? Mm. Because then it will carry us, and so that is that is now in the in the uh, development stages. Probably will be live by next year, okay. um, and we'll will I hope to do it in German and in English. Mm-hmm. Uh, and well, if it's in English, I'm sure you will you will hear more about it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we've got we've got listeners in Germany, so you know. It's um, we were looking at the stats. We've got Austria, Germany, and that sort of thing. So, you know, it's uh, it's 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 worldwide now, Martin. You know, this is it's is cool. So, Martin, thanks very much for joining us on the show. As usual, I wish you the greatest success, my friend. Thank you very much, Jeff. What an honor and a pleasure to be here. So first of all, just let me say a huge thank you for tuning in or subscribing to the show. I'm very grateful for that. If you have any suggestions of topics that you would like to 
to suggest that we have on the show or perhaps you want to give me feedback of, uh, of what you think about the show then you can send any emails to podcast at jeffnicholson.co.uk I love hearing from you and your feedback really does help me make the show better so if you want to find out more about me or how I can assist you to live the exceptional life then you can visit www.jeffnicholson.co.uk or you can follow me on Twitter look for GN Coach or on all other social media sites I am Jeff Nicholson UK if you want to subscribe to the show you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher If you've also enjoyed the show, can I invite you to pop over to iTunes and give us a rate and review as it really does help make the podcast more visible to increase its audience. I look forward to speaking to you next week and I want to take this time to wish you the greatest success. Take care.